We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my friends. Thanks for hanging out with us on Empower Radio. This is a question I've um, wondered about myself, and I'm wondering if, if you've wondered the same thing for yourself. Um, have you ever wondered why you end up in certain relationships with certain people? Why you're attracted to one person and not another? You know, I, I've been attracted to people where it logically makes no sense. And then there are other people that look really great on paper. They're attractive, but I'm not attracted to them. I can't figure this out. And then here's another big question. Have you ever wanted to continue a relationship with someone who has transitioned, who's crossed over? Well, this is actually the area of expertise of my guest today. So we're going to have a compelling conversation about these subjects and much more. We're so fortunate to be here today with Betsy Lewis. Betsy's an internationally acclaimed psychic medium, and she's also frequently featured on AM Coast to Coast. She's also a radio host on the Rainbow Vision Network and an Earth Mysteries investigator. She's a keynote speaker and the author of six books, um, Angels and Aliens and Prophecy, Mystic Revelations of 13, The Key to Earth's Destiny, and Communicating with the Other Side, True Experiences of a psychic medium. I just read that. It's really great. Since childhood, the paranormal has been the norm for Betsy. And today she receives messages of earth events, personal messages and information for people, clients, friends, and validations of love from people who have transitioned to the other side, as well as angels. So Betsy practices Reiki, Kriya Yoga, Astrology, Tarot, and Numerology. She also does past life hypnosis and provides readings for an international clientele. So Betsy, thanks so much for being back here on Journey to Center and Empower Radio. Oh, thank you, lady. It's great to be on your show again. Oh, I just love hanging out with you. So I'm so happy you said yes. I love yeah. that about you. Yes, girl. <laughs> Absolutely. This is so much fun. And you were on my show. So, I, you know, what fun we had. Yes, I would agree. It was, it was a great fun. And I like how the festivities are continuing. So much to explore. So I read your book and I loved it. Thank uh, you. Communicating with the Other Side, True Experiences of a Psychic Medium. And you talk about how we're often attracted to and sometimes even marry people that we have, quote unquote, unfinished business with. Yes. Tell me more about this. Well, I believe there's no coincidences in life that the people that come into our lives, we've known from prior lifetimes. It, you know, it may have been our past life. It could be lifetimes before, but we continue to come back to learn lessons. And that's what it's all about when we do incarnate. Uh, reincarnation is so real. And I believe these people that um, we come into, sometimes they're in our life very briefly. Sometimes they're here for a while, but it's all lessons that we learn from them and beautiful lessons, too. Sometimes they're very hard lessons, mm. too. Um, and I'm sure you know what that's all about, Tammy, right? Yeah, I, I, I think I've had some hard lessons. I mean, yeah. if those weren't hard, I don't want hard lessons. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so well, we both. I we've both yeah. been there, right? We've, uh, we've just, 
yeah, it, it, it hasn't necessarily all been grace or ease, although that is my mm-hmm. intention now, you know. Uh, by virtue of not having grace and ease, I've decided I want more grace and ease. <laughs> right, right. So I know something you wrote about in your book was you got married when you were very young to yes. a gentleman that was much older than you. And, yes. and you know, you have pictures in your book and it was an interesting um, coupling, if you will. And yes. so can you tell me a little bit more about that relationship and why you think um, you made that choice? Well, my mother and I moved to Los Angeles from Idaho, a small town in Idaho, in 1967, late 1967. And I was very young. You're right, very young. And we finally ended up in uh, an apartment building right off of Wilshire Boulevard in Los Angeles. And talk about adjustment, living from a small town in Idaho to going to L.A., but I met a guy named Joe, and I was very attracted to him um, at first. We were just good friends. I knew he was older than I was, and what really attracted me to him was his wonderful sense of humor. And I thought he looked very much like Desi Arnaz, who was Lucille Ball's husband. And um, in the Lucille Ball show, I'm sure everybody remembers that. I love Lucy. And um, he told me that he was a distant relative of Desi Arnaz, is Cuban. And I fell in love with him. And what's really strange is he was so much older. He could have been my father. He was 25 years my senior. Mm-hmm. But I fell in love with him. And at the time, he was working as a chef and later he became ill. We didn't know how ill he was, but he ended up with Hodgkins and he died at age 49, which was, is young, but I went through so much with him and I felt that there were many lessons that I had to learn through my experiences with him in and out of hospitals, in and out of the VA. And there was other experiences, which I kind of hint at, but it had to do with our daughter. Um, Mm -hmm. And someday I'll probably write about that. (laughs) I'm so intrigued. I want to know more. We have to do lunch. I want to (laughs) hear. So what I get from what you're saying, and I've often, I feel the same way. I'm a past life regressionist. But um, relationships can be a perpetuation of past relationships from past lives. Right. Absolutely. Lessons to complete. Or maybe if the relationship didn't end well, we have the opportunity Mm -hmm. to to bring healing to that by virtue of our current um, relationships. And you know what's really strange is my sister married a man who was 25 years her senior. He was born on the same day that Joe was, my first husband, September 25th. They were both Latin, and there was just too many coincidences. How can you explain something like that? I mean, that's just, we both had some kind of karmic experience with these people that came into our life. Mm -hmm. And... You know, you can't deny it um, when all these things start happening. You know that there is some reason, and I I believe that and accept that. Uh, but, you know, like you were saying, sometimes you meet people that you just, for some reason, you don't even know them, but you don't like them. And mm-hmm. what is that? You know, what is that strange thing that we feel, that intuitive 
feeling um, I think it is from past lives. And I, I think that's probably one of the best ways to explain it. You know, there are people that incarnate together, groups of people. And I have found, too, that I believe when people die in groups um, like that Flight 370, that Malaysian flight that vanished mm-hmm. and all those people, they consciously decided before they came into this this world that they were going to go together. Groups of people do that and then they come back together in groups mm-hmm. and there are lessons there. There are lessons in everything that we do. Like I said, no coincidences. No, I, I agree. I say that all the time. It's too coincidental to be a coincidence. You know, when there's God winks, miracles, synchronicity, there's something more going on. How and um, yeah, we may not know what it is, but I like to just stay in that place of knowing there's a reason, even if I don't know what the reason is and trusting that, you know, having faith mm-hmm. in that. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you as well. We do incarnate in soul groups. I, I heard it said once we, everybody we've met, we've met before and we'll meet again. Right. And it kind of gives me a level of comfort. It does. And I'm sure there's some people that we don't want to meet again. <laughs> oh, you know, Betsy, that's part of the reason that I've really <laughs> set a strong intention to love everybody by the time I leave. There's nobody I haven't forgiven. There's nobody that I'm angry with. There's nobody I'm, I'm, I'm you know, done with. It's like I want to be in my loving with every soul so that I don't have to have those hard lessons anymore. (laughs) I I know. And and what a beautiful thing that you're doing because, you know, that does clear the karma, uh, blessing them. And I always say that, you know, with our lives are so short on this planet. And I think that we need to take each day to tell our friends, our family, how much they're loved and appreciated because Mm -hmm. we just never know when we are going to pass over. That's true. You know, it's life is short. So I think that's one of the most important things that I've learned from my validations from the other side Mm -hmm. that, you know, love is love is the most important thing in this world. And forgiveness and compassion. Those are some of the important things that we need to learn. And yes. uh, sometimes they're hard lessons, though. They can be because sometimes we, we, we want to be right. You know, we've been mm-hmm. betrayed. We've been hurt. You know, we're yeah. right. But, yeah, yeah, laying that down and trying to go to those higher um, vibrations of compassion and, and learning the soul lessons. And for me, again, past life regression has been so helpful. When I've had difficult relationships, like, what? Do past life regression. It's always helped make things make more sense. Mm-hmm. And it's helped me come to a place of just, you know what, I understand, I have compassion, and just let's move on. God bless you, I love you. Like the Hopono product. Right, right. Thank you, I love you, I'm sorry, God bless you. And and that's very um, freeing. And I think it can save us lifetimes of, of mm-hmm. you know, continued hurt and confusion. If we don't find that forgiveness in that relationship, even if it was hard, we're going to end up with the same type of relationship. Yes that we meet the next time and we're going to keep, you know, having that lesson. I call it the cosmic boomerang because mm-hmm. it keeps coming back until you get it right. You're going to get the same. You got to go back to class until you pass it. <laughs> you That's right. Until you learn it. I, mm-hmm. I couldn't agree more, Betsy. So another thing I wanted to tap into and ask you about and talk about is um, death. That's a big subject yes. for a lot of people. So this right. is a quote from your book. 
death frightens most people because it is the unknown. But I'm here to tell you, you're more dead now than you will ever be. The other <laughs> side is more real, more alive than you can imagine. And you have many deaths and reincarnations, hundreds, maybe thousands of times. Let's talk about this. Yes, yes. Well, I think we are more dead on this side than the other mm-hmm. side because the other side, there's no pain. You don't have a physical body. You create what you want on the other side. It's like the movie What Dreams May Come with Robin Williams that came out in 1998. And the story is so true to what we experience on the other side. When you go to the other side, of course, you have your spirit guides and family members uh, to meet you. But if you want to create a hell and you believe that you were a bad person and you're going to go to hell, you are going to create that hell on the other side. If you believe that there's going to be angels and harps playing, then you're going to create that on the other side. You instantly create that. If you want to be with your loved ones right after you pass away, and and most people do, they kind of hang around and watch their funeral and, you know, Mm -hmm. see what's going on. Um, But it's really beautiful if you want that experience. It's all thought. You are pure, pure energy, pure thought on that side. And if you want to look, most spirits appear around the time they were 30, when they were in good health, when they were younger, and that's how they appear to people. And you can look any way you want um, on the other side. It, it's just a beautiful place. Here, we manifest things, but like I said, it takes a little bit longer than what happens on the other side. Well, yeah, there's this buffer of time. And mm-hmm. something else I'm curious about, I'd love to you know, get your thoughts about this. Um, something that we experience a lot as humans, is really challenging and intense emotions, both really bad to really great. And and my um, intuition is that when we transition, when we lift out of this human body, there isn't as there isn't the energy of emotion. Is that your thought, or what is your thought about that? You're still the same person on the other side. Um, if right. Some people that. Uh, are in comas. Um, they need rest on the other side. And so uh, time on the other side isn't what we have on this side. Mm-hmm. Time to them doesn't exist. So they may need that time to rest and, and just come back to what they were. Babies that die, you know, as infants, I believe they have to mature again into adulthood, into what they were before. And that, that'll take time too. But it's, you know, it's, it's just so beautiful on the other side. And, you know, it's, it's just, So, you know, there's just so much on the other side. If you want to take classes on the other side, uh, you can learn music, you can uh, take math, anything you want, science, you can learn so much. There are classes on the other side for learning. And I think many of these savants and, and prodigies that come into our world have actually learned that from either past lives or from learning it on the other side. Hmm. This is interesting, too. I mean, I read this in your book and never considered it before. Like sometimes souls get very impatient and they want to incarnate quickly, you Ah. know, like within moments and others take their time out. So talk about that a little bit. Well, they say that most people take about 100 years to 
reincarnate. But I think that it happens frequently in third world countries, and I'm not sure why they come back so quickly. There's so many stories of people that have passed on in third world countries. India is a good example, and they come back immediately. There's also, and you might be referring to this, is walk-ins. Talk about that. That's a fascinating subject. Well, an author named Ruth Montgomery wrote about it during the 70s, early 80s, about people that were coming in that souls of people that wanted to switch places with a human soul. And these are people that don't want to live anymore. They've made a conscious decision to actually go to the other side and exchange. It's not possession because it's a a mutual agreement, but the other soul on the other side comes into this body and takes over. And I've known some of these people, Tammy, which is so weird. These people that have switched don't have any connection with their families anymore. They don't have the same interests, the same likes dislikes. These are totally different personalities that suddenly come in. And I think that explains what walk-ins are. Sounds crazy, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. I'm actually really fascinated about this. I had um, a friend who had said, or somebody I knew who said that she was a walk-in and I was curious and I did a little research about it. At that point in my life, it was extremely depressed. It was very sick. Um, I was done, but I didn't really want to commit suicide. And I did this ceremony and said, you know, if somebody wants to come in and take over, you know, I think the vehicle's in fairly good shape. You need to tune it up. And and it didn't feel like anything happened. But as I look back, people say I'm really different. But I I mean, I have complete conscious, you know, memory of everything. I don't know if anything happened or not, but I was ready to go. Right. Isn't that you're interesting? making me think? Uh oh, <laughs> maybe I you're a walk-in. Maybe something did. <laughs> well, isn't that funny that they would not be? You know, it's usually kind of a near-death experience too that they go through. I knew one author; she was on my talk show, and she kept saying that she didn't have any relationship with her family anymore after this event in her life. And I said, "I think you're a walk-in." She says, "Oh my God, I think you're right." She says, "No one's ever said that to me before," but she knew exactly what I was talking about. But it resonated for her. Yeah, it did. I'm gonna have to absolutely. Interesting. So many interesting things here. So something else I'm curious about, Betsy, and I think you might be the person to ask. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What are these orbs that I see in a lot of my pictures floating around Mm. my head? Mm. And, you know, sometimes I think I see them when I'm outside. What are orbs? Well, there are many different things. They uh-huh. could be family spirits um, watching over you. They've been captured many, many times with uh, people that, you know, have loved ones that have come through. And I think that's their orbs, their beautiful orbs. They could also be children, which is interesting. Dr. Lucy, Meg Lucy, wrote about it, that she said that sometimes it's autistic children, too, that they know how to manifest these beautiful beautiful orbs and they appear as orbs isn't that kind of interesting i've never heard that that is interesting and i believe in some cases we're talking about alien beings too Uh um, or interdimensional type beings so there could be several different types of of orbs and even these um 
the elementals, the ones that are a part of the earth, those are some of the orbs too that people are seeing. I had a friend that took a picture in the redwoods and there were orbs all around her <laughs> everywhere. And what's really strange, you could see one that had moved across in the photograph you know it left a trail and i'm going oh my goodness <laughs> oh, that's interesting I, I haven't seen that happen but like they're just like floating around they're moving around or flying mm -hmm. around mm -hmm. that's fascinating yeah i love yeah. that yeah isn't such that good great stuff such good <laughs> stuff here so betsy i'm i know you do readings for people i know you do premonitions and and you know, you get psychic kids. Is there any kind of stories you want to tell us? Any examples of maybe working with clients or premonitions you've had? Oh, sure. or anything you want to talk about? Sure. Um, I'm not like Teresa Caputo, who's well known on the Long Island medium show on TLC's channel. I don't walk up to people and say, you know, so-and-so is coming through, you know, your Uncle Harry's coming through. I don't do that. Um, a lot of times I do get intuitions uh, with my readings. I, I just know about people. And when I do my astrology, it tells me about past lives. It tells me where they're headed and what kind Kind of gifts they brought into this world and it's so right on um, I use the tarot cards the medicine cards which I love and they're always right on I always ask my sister to come in and help me and it's it's just incredible I'll, I'll give you one example I was on a talk show about a year ago and the host's name was Java Bob he went by <laughs> and he had told me before we went live that he had lost a daughter a very young daughter daughter and we were talking during the interview and I kept hearing this little voice in my head saying Baba Jav, Baba Jav. It just kept saying over and over this little female voice, Baba Jav. So at the end of the show, I said to him, did your daughter ever call you Baba Jav? And he says, oh my goodness, you are so right. He said, that's incredible. That was her little pet name for her dad. So mm. uh, that was pretty amazing. And I never yeah. know when spirit's going to come through like that. It, it was just incredible. And, and, but I listen to these little voices that sometimes come through and, and it's so right on. But I've just had many, many things. Um, I find that usually when I give people readings that they are stuck in a rut. And, you know, it's so hard for people to change, to get out of that rut. And so I try to help them with yes. where they're going and, and how to change their life to pursue their passions, their, their gifts, because we all brought in certain things that we can help the world with, uh, to help others with, and we're just not doing it. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, it can be, it can, it's confusing when you're stuck. It is. Sometimes you need a little yes. help. You do a little bit like a major push. <laughs> yeah, pull me out of this quicksand. I'm confused. Help me. <laughs> but I love you know, that you do that. But you know, Tammy, the one thing that I found that you know, some people just don't want to change. You know, you you can mm -hmm. lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. <laughs> and, I have to say, you can't make him put on a bathing suit. That's right. Those are true. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true, Tammy. So true. And, you know, we create our lives. I don't think that destiny has anything to do with it. We come in with a certain pattern, a certain um, 
you know, roadmap for our lives, you know, how we're going to do certain things, but we have free will. That's what God gave us is the beautiful divine gift of free will. And we can create or change anything in our lives, anything. Yeah, it's, 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 to me, that's an empowered way of looking at our lives. And you're really hitting the important points from my perspective to look at earth as a school You know, some of the classes are fun and some are not fun, but we do have free will. We do have choice. There may be certain things we came here to learn, but we have more power than we think. I think that's true for every human Mm -hmm. being. But I think, I don't know about you, but I think most people are walking around feeling like they're at effect and victims of this reality. And it's, it's such a shame because it's not the truth. Oh, Tim, you are so right. So right on. And that's, you know, it it took me a long time to learn that too. But it's true. We're not victims. We do create everything in this world. And our thoughts, examine your thoughts. Are your thoughts negative every day? Are you saying, I can't do this, I can't do that because of this? I mean, that's all negativity. And that negativity, that's energy. It's got to go somewhere. And guess what? You're creating that negative world yeah but it can be it can be heaven here and it can be hell and our thoughts are going to predict which Mm -hmm. it's going to be so if you don't like what you see set that intention to start thinking differently think different thoughts (laughs) i know that's what worked for me and it's not easy but once you set that intention um i think things can start to really shift yeah change your mind change your world Love it. All right, Betsy, we only have a couple of seconds left here. How can people find you? Get a reading, listen to your radio show, all that good stuff. Go to my website. I've got it all on there. Articles, my calendar of events, my psychic readings. It's BetsyLewis.com. Betsy is B-E-T-S-E-Y-L-E-W-I-S.com. And it's all there. Yes, uh, I can't recommend her enough. I'm going to get a reading with her. I'm very excited about this. Oh, cool. Yes, yes, we need to talk, and I'm going to teach you how to paint mandalas. We're going to have a blast. Oh, I can't (laughs) wait. I can't wait. It's going to be fun. (laughs) So thank you so much, Nate, my wonderful producer. Thank you, Brent, for this forum called Empower. Thank you, my listeners. Come hang out with me, TammyBPhD.com. You're in my heart. You're my prayers. Onward and upward. Thank you, Tammy. Thank you, Betsy.